Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, how was your week this week? It was a great championship Sunday, man. I gotta say, both games were good. I knew you were immediately going to bring that up, but yeah, you know, it was. I, I hate to bring it up, but uh, on last week's episode, I was the only one to go 2-0, and and you and Big Al both did not go 2-0. and Did you go 2-0? and You I got did. both of them? I got both. Wow, look at you. Yeah, you know, it doesn't happen often, so you got to take it while you can. You know, I mean, Chris, you're, ne- you're never right about anything, so, you know, take your yeah, victory lap. You, uh, you are in this one. I wasn't right about the Padres making the playoffs or the Reds. No, never right. No, ne- no. never right, never right. Never. But, uh, but Chris, I, I gotta, t- I gotta tell you something. What do you gotta tell me? If you want to check out other sports podcasts or entertainment podcasts <clears throat> or read some articles about sports and entertainment, head on over to There you'll just see all the latest things going around the world of sports and entertainment. And uh, you won't you won't be disappointed. So go on and check out CouchGuysports.com. Yeah, absolutely. I read your articles that you write for them, and I've read some other articles. They do great stuff. Definitely check out the website. Exactly. But uh, we got we got a double header today for um, a little bit of a voice crack there. I guess I'm not done. Uh, I guess I'm not done. <laughs> I guess I'm not done with uh, with puberty yet. But <laughs> but we got a double header. For listeners' choice today, I'm so excited for these. Which which one do you want? Do you want to do the not serious one first, or do you want to do the serious one first? Which one do you want to do? They're both pretty good. It's up to you. All right, let's just go in order of how I have them then. Uh, so both of these are from the iconic Just Donahue, friend of the show. She actually <clears throat> likes our stuff a lot. And her first question is: Did Roger Goodell? purposely attend the NFC Championship yesterday and hope Brady would lose so that he could witness it in person. 1,000% he did. And you, you you can't even say no to this, Chris. You know he did. He yeah, hates Brady. A, he hates Brady. Not a fan of Goodell. I think he does not do a good job as commish. And, uh, yeah, 100%. He's been salty for Brady for years. All the back and forth between the two of them. Uh, Brady really doesn't have much respect for him, as uh, I don't blame Brady either. So, uh, for sure, I agree with you, Matt. I mean, it's so it was the second I saw him there, I was like, oh man, he's pulling for Rodgers today. He does not want to see Brady bring another, <laughs> not just go to his tenth Super Bowl, but bring another team to the Super Bowl. And just so happens to have that team be the home. The, it's already the host city, and now the Sorry. home team of the host city will be playing in the Super Bowl. We'll be getting into that later. But Goodell definitely wanted to see Brady lose yesterday, and he definitely lost very upset. Yeah, it's hilarious. All right. And then our other question. And this is our this is our least serious question between the two, but it's also very important. Very important question. Very important. If SpongeBob was a fan of one team in each of the major leagues, uh, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, who would he be rooting for? And I instantly have an answer for the NFL. I don't know about you. I instantly have one. What do you got? I got the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins? It makes sense because SpongeBob, you know, he's the undersea. He's a, he lives undersea, bikini bottom. Miami Dolphins. Dolphins live in the water as well. I think I think it would be the Dolphins. <laughs> what, what, do, what do you think, Chris? You know, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna go with uh, the Jaguars. 
<laughs> you know, uh, SpongeBob's kind of. I see a theme we might be having here. SpongeBob's kind of a wild character. Jaguars would be very wild, but um, awesome creatures. Exactly what SpongeBob is. Okay, what about the NBA? Who would he be for in the NBA? It's a tough one. What do you got for that one? Um, See, this is a tough one, too, just because there's no really, like, sea creatures in the NBA. (laughs) And I don't want to just go after Miami, go after, like, Florida teams again. Be like, oh, Miami or Orlando. But I'm going to go after a Florida team again. I'm going to go after yeah. – I'm, I'm not going to go after Miami because Miami Heat wouldn't make sense for an undersea person. I'm going to go with the Orlando Magic because they're in Orlando. Orlando is the home of the happiest place in the world, Disney World. Uh, SpongeBob makes everybody happy. Um, so I think he would just be a fan of the Magic, just just for the aspect of the whole Orlando being one of the best. Big Magic fan. Yeah, exactly. What do you think? I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets, you know. How come? Uh, just the Hornet, man. Crazy animal. SpongeBob is a crazy, crazy character. <laughs> Something simple as that. <laughs> All right. What about uh, – I, I think we, we might agree with the NHL one here. Um, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, Santa, the San Jose Sharks. I mean, do I really need to say more? It's a shark underwater. SpongeBob lives underwater. It makes perfect. <laughs> it makes perfect sense for him to be a Sharks fan. I feel... It makes too much sense for me not to pick that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Why would you go with them? I just love Coyotes and uh, I love SpongeBob. Simple as that. <laughs> I think they're awesome animals. Uh, an undersea sponge is in an animal, Chris. I hate to break it to you. I don't know what biology. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what biology class you took, but um... I took the sciences with Professor Sealbolt to be exact. Oh, I took the sciences with Professor Edsall. So me and you were kind of uh, in the, me and you were kind of in the same boat. We learned absolutely they're both, they're both something else. We, we 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 both learned nothing in that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and then finally, the MLB. Who who would SpongeBob be a baseball fan of? Who do you got, Matthew, for this one? Oh, of course you're going. Oh, of course you're going to me first because. I like to see what you have, you know. I want to say more. Well, we've we, we have a theme. Well, I have a theme here, Chris, where I've picked two Florida teams and I have a California team. You go Miami Marlins. I am going Miami Marlins. <laughs> you read my mind. I am going to go to Miami. Mar- <laughs> I was debating between Miami and Seattle, but I'm going to go with my, the Miami Marlins because again, the Marlin is a ginormous fish, undersea, SpongeBob. Perfect sense. What do you got? Well, I'm going to stick with my with my theme of not perfect sense, and we're going to go with the New York Yankees. Oh, get out! Get out of here! Get out of here! Because you know SpongeBob get is obviously the best character on the show, and the Yankees <laughs> are the best team in the league. Twenty-seven time World Series champions. Oh Drop the mic. my god! You won half of them when there was only like five teams in the league. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, Jess, look what you did. You caused Chris and I to instantly start laughing and just have a good time already. So thank you for the question, Jess. Um, next week, we're going to introduce a new segment, and we're going to put we're going to put listeners' choice to the side for next week. And we're actually going to introduce a new segment. Uh, we're excited to bring this one. We were going to do it today, but it was kind of like a last second thing, so we're just like, no, we'll do it next week. But uh, looking forward to it as always. But we're going to shift on over. 
to the MLB now, put it, putting putting SpongeBob to rest. All right, we're you know he he we we we've deciphered what teams he drew for. But let's let's talk about let's talk about some baseball. We got back to back weeks of uh, baseball news, Chris. This is unbelievable. Things are starting to pick up. The interest kings of the Boston Red Sox finally did something. They finally did something, Chris. It's been I don't know how long it's been, but they finally turned an interest into a reality. Kiki Hernandez of the Los Angeles Dodgers officially agreed to a two-year deal with the Red Sox. Uh, he's going to be our second baseman. He's going to be great. We have a second baseman that's pretty good now and, and not named. I mean, Dustin Madroya hasn't been up, <coughs> hasn't done anything for a while. But now we can officially put Dustin Madroya away. See you later. Never come back. Yeah. What do you think of this, Chris? <clears throat> Um, I don't know much about the player, but uh, <laughs> good for the Red Sox. You know, you filled the hole that you needed, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully it pans out for you guys. We'll see. Oh, well, Chris, you're hoping this fails. Don't even, don't even sugarcoat it. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Red Sox. We just uh, how about the Red Sox made a trade with the Yankees today for the first time in seven years? Yeah, want to go over that, Chris? Yeah, so the the Yankees trade. Adam Adovino, who is a relief pitcher, who kind of fell out of the rotation the last two years. You know, he was really good in Colorado, and we traded for him. We signed him to this big contract, uh, and he kind of just never penned out. You know, he kind of was on Aaron Boone's no-pitch list and never really pitched in the playoffs at all for us. Yeah, always just seems to be good, but he would just walk too many batters and never really could build the finest stuff. So, um you know, it's it's a good trade for the Yankees because, you know, um, we get rid of cap. There's just about $9 million cap. I think they're going to go use that on another relief pitcher now probably, and they're going to sign Brett Gardner as well. And, you know, for the Red Sox, you need all the relief pitching help that you guys can get. So, you know, maybe he refines his form with the Red Sox. Who knows? Maybe. Um, very weird doing a trade with a division arrival, but, hey. Especially, especially with – out of everyone in the division, especially us. Yeah, like but, I'd um, expect the I'd I expect the Yankees and Orioles to do something, or the Blue Jays, or even the Rays. Yeah, not I mean, the Red Sox. I kind of I kind of was on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh wow, a trade with the Red Sox!" Like it's just stuff that you don't really see. First but, time um, since 2014 we'll, that the Red Sox and Yankees have made a trade. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, the Red Sox also signed Garrett Richards to a one-year deal. He was a pitcher for the Pirates last year. Um. We all know the Red Sox need pitching, so they went out, made a trade today, and they also signed Garrett Richards. So good for them, I guess. But Yankees were also a little bit busy too last week. Tell us about it, Chris. They were. Tell us the other. Tra- tell, us the, tell us the other trade that they did. <sighs> so the Yankees made uh, never a doubt in Casman, like I always say, but uh, the guy always seems to take flyers on people that people lose hope in. Example number A, DJ LeMahieu. Example number B, Gio Orsello. Two people that we got for nothing. And uh, the newest addition to this is going to be a uh, pitcher from the Pirates, Jameson Tal- Tallingham, I think is his last name. Having a little trouble pronouncing Tr- that one. Tricky but, last um, name. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's coming off to Tommy Johns. So um, he has had a history of injuries. He beat cancer. So props to this guy. Um you know, if he can regain his form, he's a number two, three pitcher. So, you know, it's a low risk, high reward for the Yankees. And uh, he's also, like, really good friends with Garrett Cole. So, you know, 
I think it's a, it's a good trade, you know, low risk, high reward. And uh, you got to add to your depth in pitching because, as we know, baseball pitchers are always getting hurt. You can never have enough of them. Oh, Yankees. I hate you guys. But um, what can we say? Exactly. But let's get serious here for a second, Chris. We lost, we lost a baseball legend last week. Absolute yeah. legend. Uh, Hank Aaron, Aaron unfortunately passed away last week. Um, for those of you who are huge baseball fans, this is a significant loss right here. Hank Aaron was the home run king for years until Barry Bonds cheated his way to break the record. Um. In my opinion, the real home run king is Hank Aaron, not Barry Bonds. Uh, he was Chris and I, of course, we were too young to remember seeing him play or anything like that. But watching just old highlights of him, man, I, I he might be he might be top three of all time, honestly. Yeah, I mean, what what, do you, what are your thoughts about Hank Aaron, Chris? I mean, like you say, we were too young to ever watch him play, which is a shame. But I mean. You look at the home runs, RBI, stolen bases, what he did in the field. Like there's, there was no one like Hank. Aaron. He won three or four Golden Gloves too, on top of you know yeah, shattering I mean, records left and right. You know, rest in peace. He lived a long, great life, and uh, you know, it's it was a sad day for baseball waking up and seeing that as baseball fans. If you're a game, if you're a, a fan of the game and the history, you know what Hank Aaron means to the game of baseball. And not just to mention baseball, but just outside of baseball, just the activism that he that he did, all the things that all the you know, racist acts and racist things said to him, he faced. He kind of instead of just like being scared of it, he just took it on head on, and just really, really was 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 probably one of the most iconic uh, people to really just be an activist for. For sure. On that note, may you rest in peace, Hank Aaron. We're all gonna miss you. Let's move on over into the NHL. Let's talk about SpongeBob SquarePants' favorite team, the San Jose Sharks. Not the Arizona Coyotes. That was an absolute ridiculous. I'm I I don't know what to say to you about that one. But <laughs> <laughs> eco wagon. <laughs> but let's talk about these San Jose Sharks. My 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 guys, the Sharks. They're three and three without playing a home game, because believe it or not, the Sharks are yet to are yet to technically play a home game, even though it most likely looks like they're going to be playing all their home games in Arizona this year. Um, they they they're three and a record. Martin Jones is still the worst goalie in the league. Uh, Devin Devin uh, Dubnik is. Not that far behind of being the second worst goalie in the league. They were able to beat the Blues two to one, and then they go play Minnesota and lose four to one, but then beat them last night five to three. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. This this shark this sharks team. You know, the, they're not. But give them just a tiny amount of respect, because they're they're a bad team that has yet to play a home game, 
and they've beaten they've beaten the Blues, who are a good team. Ever, but gotta give them some credit here. Yeah. Not a bad start. Yeah, I told you from I told you from the start you were you were like, oh, they're not gonna do anything this year. Well, you didn't say that exactly, but you were kind of like down on them. But I'm like, kind of just let them play and see how they do, you know. It's the NHL. All these teams are very good. It's just a matter of putting them together. They have a young team, and they seem to be playing some good games. If they could sure up that goaltending in the future, you know, the future's bright with the Sharks. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, last night, Brian Burns had arguably one of the best goals I've seen this year until, you know, the Oilers had that victory right at the buzzer last night. But I'm still, I'm still excited to see. I was excited. I was, you know, I was feeling good last night after a win against the Wild, but then I saw who the Sharks play this week. They play, they play the Avalanche this week, who are the favorites to win it all this year. Would be a good and test. Looked, you know, this is this is more this is a test. It's a test to see can we give up less than ten goals. <laughs> this is this is this is the real test right here. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we will. Um, how are the Rangers looking? So the Rangers are one two and one right now. Um. They should have. They lost. They blew two third period leads the last two games versus Pittsburgh. You know, um, not too pleased with that. We're leaving points on the table, but um, you know they're still putting it together. They're still not getting enough production from their top six forwards. But and uh, shaky goaltending from Shazerkin to start the year, but he'll get it together. He's gonna get better, and uh, Georgia will play tomorrow. He's also pretty solid. We just need to put together. Um, better games, and we just, need, we just need to learn how to close games. We're still a young team, so um, a lot of games left. I'm not too worried. Uh, like I said, the Rangers are still a year away from being really good, but um, it is what it is. Um, every game, they're in every game, so as, as a fan, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I mean, Alexi Lafreniere, once he gets going, I think you guys are yeah. going to be in good shape. He got a point last night, his um, first assist, so we'll see if that gets awesome. him going a little bit. Maybe, um, and then for our for our Boston fans, I'm, I'm we're gonna be nice to you guys now that we're with a Boston based website. We're gonna be nice to you guys. We'll 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 we'll, we'll make it seem like we care, but in reality, just remember that neither one of us are Bruins fans. But we'll be nice. To, we'll try to be nice about it. The Bruins they lost to the Islanders one nothing. Then they then they have their home opener against the Flyers and just swept it at home. A 5-4 victory in a shootout, second shootout of the year for the Bruins. Uh, they're 2-0 in shootouts this year. And then on Saturday, absolutely dominated the Flyers 6-1. Marchand and uh, Bergeron looked like Marchand and Bergeron, basically. Two goals each. Um, big game big game all around for the Bruins. Um, a, little bit of, a little bit of a slow start, obviously. Um, yeah. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not worried. Hold about the them. panic button. I'm not. They're a great team. They're going to be mm. a good team. Um, you sometimes it takes teams a little bit to get going. You had to get going a little earlier this year with less games, but uh, the Bruins will be there in the East toward, in the end of the year. Simple. And then this week they're playing the Penguins. Um, obviously, obviously it's going to be a test for them this week because Penguins are you know the Penguins. Um, and for those of you who are also saying Tuka Rask is an elite, uh, shut up. What are you doing? Don't run your mouth. Tuka Rask is pretty good. He's elite. He's a good goalie. 
Uh, all you Tuca haters need to need to find a hobby, basically, because y'all got no life if you're saying Tuca's a bad yeah, goalie. Too- Simple as yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know why. But, uh, it's easy for fans to get on their goaltenders when things don't go right to start, but Tuca's proven that he's elite. So simple as that. Exactly. And uh, let's move on into the NBA. Let's give a little Celtics update. Tatum, uh, Tatum's back rough. tonight. It's been rough without. He's back tonight. It's Thank been rough Lord. without him. Not gonna lie, Chris. Not gonna lie. I'm, I'm happy we to are. see him back. Thank God. But with one superstar coming back, another star in the making goes down. Uh, Peyton Pritchard sprained his knee this weekend. Uh, he's gonna be out for yeah, two weeks. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a setback, but minor setback. He'll be just fine. Look, it could have been worse. Uh, you hate to see it because he's playing well off a bench, but um, we'll make do until he gets back. Exactly. Um, however, Celtics they looked uh, they looked pretty good last night without. Yeah, Taylor. Brown went off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so last night, the Celtics they were playing Cleveland. Uh, you can probably, you know, I know Cleveland made headlines for you know dismantling Brooklyn's big three um, earlier last week, which we'll talk about that in a second. But final score of this game was one forty-one to one hundred three. Celtics nearly won by thirty points, by by forty points. Um, Jalen Brown, just like Chris said, he went off had thir- had thirty-three points last night. The Celtics defense held, held Colin Sexton, obviously, um, arguably their best player, only thirteen points last night. This 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 is what you like to see without Taylor. Yeah, you know, the, the Celtics are going to be fine. They're going to be exactly what we said they were. They're going to be playing their best basketball towards the end of the year. It's all about just getting these pieces together, getting everyone healthy. And, you know, um, I'm not worried about the Celtics, but uh, the key for them is more consistency on the defensive end. They can score. We just need more consistency on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I mean, Car- Car- uh, Carson Edwards. Had 18 points off the bench. Yeah, I saw that. And Neesmith had 11. Nice to see. Uh, nice to see Neesmith uh, put up some quality minutes last night. Um, a little bit of a slow start for him compared to Pritchard. Um, I know that's you know that's who everyone's been talking about so far for the Celtics, but but now that um, Pritchard's gonna be out for a few weeks, let's see what Neesmith Absolutely. can do. Absolutely. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what he can do now. Let's see. Let's see if the Celtics made the right pick uh, at picking him up. Um, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, so Brooklyn's big three. Yikes! Not a great start. Uh, yeah, there. hold the panic button though. The the Brooklyn Nets will be just fine. You know, yeah. they lost a tough double overtime game. They should have won. Um, it's gonna just come down to seeing how they spread that ball out when it comes to two minute fourth quarter game and the line type of situations. And then obviously, as we talked about, the defensive end is gonna be their biggest issue. Exactly. Um, James Harden doesn't like playing defense. Kyrie is a wild card every night. It, this is really Kevin Durant's it, team. It's Kevin Durant's It really team, is. 100%. And them not having a bench either, it's showing right now that they need they need help on yeah, the bench. They're, they're missing the height, you know. They got rid of Jared Allen, and they haven't replaced him yet. You know, DeAndre Jordan is not Jared Allen. Nowhere even close to him exactly. at this time in his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Memphis, they are the newest team to have a breakout of 
coronavirus. And it seems like the NBA isn't really doing anything about breakouts in general. Yeah. Yikes, NBA. They have not done a good job of the coronavirus spread so far. And it's crazy to think about. It's crazy to say that because they had the bubble last year and everyone was just praising Adam Silver in the yeah. NBA. Second best second best bubble that, wow. besides the child. Exactly. NHL and NBA, they NHL had a better bubble than NBA, but but like it's like I don't get it. Like what the heck happened to Adam Silver? Yeah. What happened to him? Time will tell how, how the season will shake out. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind, um I know we said this, but you know, second half of the schedule is yet to be released. Um, maybe, maybe they have a plan. Maybe their plan is to go back to the bubble, or they're just going to realign the divisions. They ain't going to. They ain't going to. They ain't going to be they, no bubble. They, they need. There, there should be something though. Something. I don't think they're going to be doing anything. He's just going to try to get through the season. I don't see him doing anything. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not, for the playoffs, but there won't be no bubble for the regular season. Chris, they're not going to make it if they don't do something though. They're really not going to we'll make see. it. You know, we keep saying we, we keep saying a, this about a lot of sports, but yeah, how somehow they continue to make it. I don't know how the yeah, I don't know how the NFL made it. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you, but we'll talk about it. We'll, I I don't care how they Pro, made props it. Props to them though. They made it. Really? <laughs> NBA NBA though, it's like they have more of an issue because teams are traveling every day just about compared to the NFL where it's just once a week. Exactly. So We'll see, man. Well, we'll. It's just like, just like what you say all the time. Basically, everything. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. And time will tell. <laughs> Your two catchphrases right there. But um, let's get serious again, really quick, Chris. So this is gonna be coming out on on uh, the twenty sixth. Um, arguably one of the darkest days in NBA history. Um, it's the one year anniversary of the tragic death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, awful. Uh, this is an awful day to remember, Chris. I don't know. I don't know if you remember where you I, were when I you do. heard that heard the news. I remember where I was, I was. in the office. Um, I remember like it was yesterday. I, I was, I was in. I remember. I remember this clear as day. I was in the office as well. I was alone because it was on a Sunday, and it was just me and one other person. And he comes in and he sees me like in, I'm in tears. I'm in tears at work. Like I wasn't even hiding it. <laughs> and he says, and he looks at me. He's like, "Are you good?" And then I said, Kobe Bryant just died. And he just looked at me and, like, sat. he sat down at the, at the desk next next to mine and just couldn't believe it. Like, him and I, were just, we, got into, we got into a staring contest. Like, what just happened? Like, oh, this, is, this isn't real. I, I didn't believe it when I saw the news. Yeah, I just remember reading it on, like, Twitter. And I was like, no fucking way. This cannot be true. Like, just exactly. mind blown, you know? And then when you when all the more information came out about his daughter Gianna and everything, it was just terrible. Yeah, that that was you that know, was even worse. It's good. He was an amazing basketball player, obviously, like one of the all time greats. But like, he was also like a great husband and a great coach to Gianna and much more than that. Great he, dad to his he run, great he, dad to his daughters. He, I mean, he won a Grammy. He was going to do so much more big things in the second part of his life, and that fell short, unfortunately. I mean. The term "girl dad" really went off about this yeah. about him. Yeah. Um. He he was such a he was just he was just in general a good person. He was good person to be around. He cared about other people. He really did. Yeah, he was. And, he was always pushing everyone to be their best selves. And every NBA fan, every basketball fan across the world, 
we all we all miss him. Yeah, especially us. We were born in the '90s, and uh, we we grew up during the Kobe Bryant uh, dominance. Not really Michael Jordan. That was the player we looked up to growing up. Mm-hmm. Like we were lucky to see Kobe play his entire career with the Lakers, and the fact that the Lakers won the championship this uh, last season is just. I I know Kobe was happy about. It. I know he was smiling in heaven and. I don't know about you, Chris, but he was he was a big inspiration in my life early on when I was playing basketball when I was younger. For sure. But, you know, we miss him. We love you, Kobe. We we know you're resting. We know you're resting in paradise. We know you're happy right now in heaven with the Lakers being defending champions and on course to perhaps repeat. But man, it's just, it's just a tough day. It's just a tough day to think to just to remember. Yeah, it always will be. All right. Well, let's try to pick the spirits back up, Chris, for the NFL. Let's finish strong. Close, close, let's finish strong. Just like Kobe, Mamba mentality. Let's finish strong here. AFC Championship. Um, the Chiefs rolled. Well, yeah. That, that's the that's the nice way to put it. Is that can't roll, 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 roll Kansas City. Simple as that. Um, yeah. Final score to this game was thirty-eight twenty-four. Bills jumped out to a two-score lead early. Um, but that didn't last long because the one thing that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs love to do in the playoffs is play from behind, and that's exactly yeah. what they did again. Yeah, you know, yeah, they went down ten nothing, and uh, it, what I said to my girlfriend, I was like, "Don't worry, you know, she's a big Chiefs fan. I'm like, don't worry, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine." And you know, the Chiefs picked it up right from there. And, yeah, they uh, scored. You know, they just scored yeah. twenty one points in the second quarter. You know. Yeah, you know, no, Patrick Mahomes looked healthy. Tyree Kill looked electric. It looked like they got that running game going back with uh, Edwards, Hilaire, and uh, Williams. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell will be back for the Super Bowl. They're going to have Sammy Watkins coming back as well. They're going to be healthier than they were now. So they got a lot of options for Mahomes. It's going to be a great well, one. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. And uh, people think about the Chiefs, and it's just the offense. The offense, like the offense, obviously is amazing, but that defense is pretty good as well. And they don't get enough um, talk about it, obviously, because Mahomes and that offense is so explosive. They're not the world's greatest. They're not the world's greatest defense, but they're not a terrible. No, nah, they they've been they make plays. You know, they got Matthew, they got Chris Jones on the D line. They got a lot mm-hmm. of good players that make plays that people just don't talk to, uh, talk about as much because obviously the offense is just all that star star talent. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the one loss that Kansas City is going to have is they're not going to have Eric Fisher. Yeah, Fisher. They're not going to have him. Uh, tore, he tore, most likely tore his Achilles. Awful. Um, they might not even have him next year. So definitely, that will be definitely can, a loss. It's a loss, but Kansas City will will you know they'll make an adjustment. Yeah, I'm and, not worried. Andy Reid will be just fine with that. Andy Reid, Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, but I will say something right now. I was wrong about Mahomes. I thought Mahomes. I thought maybe you know maybe he wasn't going to be 100. percent He looked 100 percent in this game. Yeah, he's fine, you know. Just because uh, sometimes someone goes through a concussion protocol doesn't mean it's a full concussion. Sometimes they just do that out of precaution, you know. So he could have mm-hmm. he could have been a little banged up, obviously. I think he probably had like a mild concussion, but it wasn't as terrible as the media was making it set out to believe. No. no. So let me ask you this, Chris. So it's twenty one nine, um, approaching the end of, end of the first half. The Bills are driving. They kick a field goal, going to halftime. Did you like that decision that they kicked the field goal there? Or do you think they should have gone for it? Yeah, no, you got to take the points. 
You know, mm-hmm. I know you need touchdowns to beat the Chiefs, but you can't be leaving points on the board, especially at the end of the half. I get why they took it. What about in the third quarter after the Chiefs kick a field goal to go up 24-12? Bills kick another field goal. Again, they had a chance to go for it. Do you think they should have gone for it there or just take the points again? Take the points. You I got, disagree with you. You got to get I aggressive, but I don't know. I think they should have gone for it, but they didn't. Yeah. And then the Chiefs and then the Chiefs scored two touchdowns on them. So it could have been less of a de- deficit they could have faced. So maybe pressure could have been off just a little bit more than what it was already on them. But overall, I'm going I'm going to say this right now. I love I love what Buffalo did this year. Yeah, you know, Buffalo are not going anywhere. They'll be back, you know. Um, Stefan Diggs watched the ceremony. I thought that was cool of him. You know, sink, sink it in. Remember that feeling so that doesn't that's happen mo- again. That's motivation. That's motivation right there. They ain't going nowhere. They're only going to get better. Good, mm-hmm. Great coaching staff. Top five quarterback in the league. Good defense. Playmakers. They're not going I anywhere. I mean, they're not. And now, it's rare. now, obviously, it's what team Twitter accounts like. They're like, yay, we're champions and stuff like that. The Chiefs Twitter account even said, you know, you know, good game, Buffalo. We'll see. You know, you're not going anywhere. We'll see yeah, you right I, back here. When I look at the AFC, it's loaded. You know, the Chiefs are not going anywhere. They're always going to be there. You know, Baltimore, they're always going to be in the picture. That depends on Lamar and what they end up doing. Offensive there. You know, you have. I think your Patriots are going to get back into full. They're going to get a quarterback, and they're going to still be in the picture eventually. And the Bills, they're not going anywhere. So, I mean, the AFC is absolutely freaking loaded. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm I just want to say this too, just because it, just because you know the Bills they've been bad for so long they have, they had they they had that 25 year drought of never winning a playoff game, then they win a home playoff game, they then then they win another playoff home playoff game. I'm proud of this Bills team. I am, I really am because you know they they they've just haven't been good for so long. Then they finally get get the pieces that they need together, and they almost go all the way. Yeah, they, they, I'm, they... I'm I'm just I'm just proud of this team just because they they. They have been a laughing stock of the AFC until the Jets became a laughing stock of the AFC. Um, I'm just, I'm just so happy to see that someone other than the Patriots is finally good in the AFC East, and I'm happy that it's Buffalo because they're a team that I think everyone also likes. Like, I have nothing against the Bills as a Patriots fan. I really do. I got nothing against them. Yeah, I don't know we'll what your see. feelings are about the Bills, but those are my. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm I have no true feelings about them. Obviously, I'm an NFC guy, but um, you know, I don't think they're going anywhere. You know, I might be placing a future bet next year on them to make the Super Bowl and be AFC championships. That team's not going anywhere. You look at Josh El- Josh Allen's growth over three years: ten touchdowns, twenty touchdowns, forty touchdowns. So that means numbers, he's gonna throw. 80 n- numbers next year. tell you. Numbers tell you he's gonna throw probably. I'm not eighty, obviously, but fifty plus for sure. It's only getting better. If they, I think they need to drop their running back in the draft and uh, get a little running game going better there to help Josh Allen out, take some pressure off of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, since he went 10, 20, 40, now he's going to go 80 next year. Yeah, who knows? Never know. <laughs> but um, speaking of teams that are still here or not going anywhere, TB12. The Tampa Bay Bucks go into Lambeau and beat the Packers 31 to 26. Last week, Chris, you and I both said that Tampa was going to win this game. Correction, correction. Chris has been on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for about a month and a half now before the game oh, started. God, you jumped on the Tampa Bay Bucks bandwagon, which is fine. We were both right. Big Al, our guest, 
our boss was wrong, but you know it is what it is. I've been on the Bucks bandwagon for a while now, and it's so nice to finally be able to root for Tom Brady and Gronk because I've always liked them, but I couldn't root for them going to school in Massachusetts for four years and dealing with Patriot fans like you. Okay. Patriot fans like me. Yeah, just Patriots fans. Spoiled. Okay. Spoiled. Correct. Okay. You beat us twice in the Super Bowl. I will give you that. But you got us. You got us in the big games. You. You got to give yourself a little credit there, Chris. Yeah, not good enough. You know, I want more championships. Not good enough. You beat the. You beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. And I would love to beat him again. Hopefully next year I have an opportunity in the playoffs to beat him. Maybe, but you know, you know, Chris. Just to annoy you, you could have had a chance if it wasn't for Doug Peterson. Oh no, freaking Doug Peterson, man! Guy's a nightmare, <laughs> fucking clown. But um, yeah. So Brady and the Bucks, they they go into Lambeau. Um, they had they had another sizable lead against Tampa. I mean, against Tampa, against Green Bay. They you almost four- you almost jinxed it. I swear, you almost jinxed it. <laughs> I, I yeah. So so let's let's address this, Chris, because. You were blowing up my phone yesterday. You were blowing me, and I was purposely ignoring you because I was like, I want to wait till the very end so I can be like, ha, I was right, or ha, you were right. I was, I was like, Chris, this is, you were blowing, I, I want, I almost wanted to like do a screenshot of all the messages I got from you yesterday. I was so mad. Because you'd see me on Twitter saying something, but not replying back to you. And you purposely, exactly. you, you must have known that I was purposely ignoring you. You must have known. Oh, I knew. <laughs> and I had money on the Buccaneers, and you and you were just you changed it way too early. I did. So I said early on. I said so. Me, you, and Big Al, we did have a group chat. I put in the group chat. Oh, game over. Like this is it. And you said, "Hey, don't jinx it." And then Green Bay got hot. Green Bay got hot, like probably as hot as they possibly could, which is pretty hot. And you said, "Okay, they jinxed it. You jinxed it. Like good job, a hole and stuff like that. You jinxed it. <laughs> F you and stuff like that." Green, Green Bay went from being down 28-10, 28-23. Tom Brady threw three picks in this game. And he's he's the only quarterback that can throw three picks and still win a game. Yep. Here's, now, here's my thing. I was very strong. I was using some strong language yesterday. Um, I was using a specific word. Um, the word was rigged. And I even used the hashtag rigged for Brady. I would like to take that back. You want some salt with that? I no. Here's the thing, Chris. I would like to take that back. I would, because after reviewing, after rewatching the game last night, I watched. I watched the highlights. He played great, and people dropped a lot of good balls too. He had a couple missed throws on one of the picks. It was mm-hmm. his fault. But you know, the guys still have to make plays. You know, Mike Evans is good as he is. He's got stone hands at times, you know? I will say this, though. That holding call that was not called in Sean Murphy bunting on the Aaron Rodgers pick, I don't know how that wasn't called. You had a ref yes, looking, it should have been called. You had a ref looking right at that and it wasn't called. But I don't want to hear that, that, oh, Tom Brady gets these calls either, Matt, because you look at that play in small motion, anytime you pull the back of someone's jersey, that's getting called. You're right. You can't. You can't get away with that. The so yeah, that I don't know. They, they, the they didn't call anything all game. The refs were horrendous, as you said, and we were talking through text. But you can't. It, it is what it is. That's the NFL. We've come accustomed to terrible. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my thing. They allowed it for 58 minutes. They allowed that kind of stuff to go on for 58 minutes. The final two minutes, Brady looks like he's going to miss rookie wide receiver 
Tyler Johnson, the the PI happens, and now you decide to call it because it looks like Brady might have missed out on a receiver and could have given Aaron Rodgers the ball back with it. <sighs> that's why. That's what I was more upset about was those two were, were those two calls. Yeah, I agree. You're not wrong, but um, and no, I that think, was a penalty. I think that the definition um, of pass interference I, needs to be changed because a tug at the jersey. Come the hell on. No, that's the. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't pull it though. It's it, it, it slows you down from your route. It's a penalty. That's not going to change. But you know, refs the refs are just not good in general. I really hope there's no there's bad gonna be, calls. There's going to be a lot. I hope you know there's going to be a lot. Shame. Yeah, well, I'm going to mm-hmm. try to think positive. Um, another thing that we should talk about in this game: the horrendous play, the horrendous play, um, play call on I think it was third and goal. Rogers had a wide open lane to the end zone. Could have just taken it himself, but then he decides all of a sudden to throw it double covered into to, to Devontae Adams. What was that? And Rogers even said, "You know, I thought, you know, I didn't think I'd make it." Okay, it would be fourth and inches. It's doable there if you if you wouldn't make it. It's a tough call, you know. Rogers usually will run that too. So, I mean, I had money on the Buccaneers, and I picked them, obviously, in our podcast. So, I was happy about it, very much happy. But, um, yeah, I definitely misread that. You know, he tried to force it in there. Could have been pass interference on that, too, but that was a no-call. But that's just, you know, it's just that's those are the things that happen sometimes, and you don't want to put yourself no. in that situation. But I thought, um, what's the Packers head coach? Yeah, not, Matt LaForce, bad, 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 co- bad coaching game. Bad <laughs> how, coaching how you, how game you for think- him. How you how exactly. you kick a field goal there is just two minutes two minutes left or something and, like um, that, and you kick a field goal. Yeah, you know, Rogers is going to have some questions of whether or not he wants to come back to Green Bay, and if, and if he doesn't want to come back to Green Bay, you know, it could be the craziest offseason of mm-hmm. quarterback carousel. Um, another thing too, Kevin King, holy God, what a terrible game yesterday for him. Brady just seemed yeah. to be picking on him all day. And it just it just seemed like if he was involved in the play, it was not going to be a good one for Green Bay's defense. He this might have been this might have been the worst game I've ever seen from him. Now I don't religiously watch the Packers, but you know I do see Kevin King out there. He's not that bad normally. This was probably the worst game of his career yesterday. Yeah, he, he's the yep, guy. That he's, got he's the one that Scotty Miller burned at halftime too. Yeah, awful. Like it's Tom Brady, you, know, no. you can't. Let and the that second happen, that man. if Tom Brady sees that, oh, there's a defender out there that's weak and not doing good, Tom Brady will attack, and that's exactly what he did. He attacked. Yeah. Um. So we got in Green in uh, Tampa Bay in Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Brady versus Mahomes. Who's your? All right. So here's the who's your pick, Matt? Here's my thing. Nope. You got to pick today. We're gonna pick next week. Nope, oh, nope. Well, You're gonna save for next week because the the Super Bowl the Super Bowl is not this Sunday. <laughs> it is it is not gonna be uh, this upcoming Sunday. It is February seventh. This weekend is the Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl celebration because they're not doing the Pro Bowl this year because of you know COVID. So yeah. we're gonna hold off on our Super Bowl picks, Chris. We are. I think our I think our viewers I, know I think who I'm leaning towards. So. I may or may have not ordered a. Gronkowski oh, t-shirt for the big game. You did not. I may or may not have. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, 
Chris, I'm I, I I can't give you I can't give you shit for it because you're not a Patriots fan, but come on. You should have gone for Brady, not Gronk. <laughs> but anyways. Enough about enough about Tom Brady and the Tampa Buccaneers and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas State Chiefs. They'll be squaring off they'll be squaring off February seventh. Rogers made a crypt have said some cryptic message yesterday, said that he basically doesn't know what his future is like in Green Bay. Do you think yeah. he requests the trade? Do you think he's like, I want out? Yeah, I kind of hope he does, bro. I would love to see him go somewhere else and make another team. Imagine, like, him, imagine on the him on Patriots. Like the Lions. Or, imagine like, him and Belich. Imagine him and Belich. Yeah, the Patriots maybe. That's a, that would be – I don't see those first guys clashing. But even like a team like the Colts, like they have a way better offensive line than the, than the Packers, man. You know, like – and they have talent, man. The Colts like won 10 games with Phillip Rivers. With with Rodgers, they win thirteen games. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. He's unbelievable. I, I think he deserves better. Green Bay continues to give him the shaft. I mean, they don't draft him a, a wide receiver in the draft to help him out, you know. You know, you have all these other guys that make some crazy plays besides Adams, but like, you know what, that guy who dropped the two point conversion, like how big was that drop? That came it back did. on them. It was a, it, it was it, to they be fair, it was tipped field goal. At first, I mean but Still, still should have caught that. Still, still should have caught it that. was in. The, you got to catch it. Simple, it hits you in the hands. You got to catch it as a football player and professional athlete. Exactly. And uh, he deserves better, Roger. I'm. It's going it to be is. an interesting offseason, man. It is. And quickly, um, around the around the rest of the NFL, uh, Dan Campbell is officially the Detroit Lions coach, and he likes to eat kneecaps apparently and hunks out of people. Uh, uh, he's rooting for him this guy. All right. Um, I'm rooting for him. Nick Cerrone officially is going to be the Eagles head coach, former Colts uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> Ugh, Eagles, my God. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. We'll see. If, we'll see if this works out, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Houston, wake the it. hell up. Hire Eric Bieniemy. Do it. Even though, my, even though Watson wants out. Yeah. Hire Eric Bieniemy. He will benefit your team. He will benefit the they team. He will make them better, and Houston will be a threat again. Whether they trade Watson or not, you know, it's not really his choice. They can keep him. He's under contract. Simple as that. He can cry all he wants about it. And for all you New York Jeff fans, I exactly. Really and apparently, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, bre- apparently, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, apparently, Deshaun Watson's destination is the New York Jets because of Robert Sala. Yeah, I, I don't believe I don't I don't believe in no reports, Matt. Yeah. There's a new report coming out. Every I won't day. believe I won't believe it till I see Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. How about that? Uh, Matthew yeah. Stafford no longer exactly. a lion. He is officially going to be parting ways from the from the Detroit Lions and Patriots. Patriots are in play for him basically. Should be all over mm-hmm. that. Pa- Patriots awesome. got some big decisions that quarterbacks make. That's all I'm going to say about that. You got you got big decisions and you let's, have lots let's, of. Let's captain see what happens. With- and then, as a friendly reminder, reminder, um, no Super Bowl prediction from us today. Super Bowl is not until February seventh, so next week we'll give our Super Bowl thoughts. And yeah, that's basically it uh, for today. Just as a quick reminder, guys, remember to visit CouchGuysSports.com for the latest sports articles and entertainment and entertainment podcasts. Um, good stuff today, Chris. Another another fun one for us. All right, guys. And then, until next week, remember to. Wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, call out all the Karens. And until then, we'll see you all next week.